So do you want the good news first or the bad? Bad. You're dying. I'll get my affairs in order. Look at you, friends. Welcome to How Are You Now, the podcast where we talk about everything Letterkenny related. From Shorzy's chirps to McMurray's questionable behavior, we're the toughest podcast in Letterkenny, and we're here to talk about everything that makes this show a cult classic. So grab a puppers and get ready for some hicks, skids, hockey players, and Glenn sometimes. So, Tiara, <laughs> how are you now? Couldn't you? Oh, just uh, having a lot of fun. So much fun. Fun being busy. Yeah? yeah well, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because of, yeah, stuff I'm busy with. So, yeah, doing <laughs> That's all good. right. That's good. I'm doing, doing all right. I feel very busy and very tired. Oh, yeah? I'm not used to that. Well, no, that's not true. I'm used to being tired because I have chronic fatigue syndrome. I'm not used to being tired because I'm working again. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <sighs> So far away from me. I know. That's the hardest part of all of this. Like, I'm very much used to being able to eat whenever I want, whatever's in my fridge or, or whatever, and doing work whenever my brain is, like, capable of doing it. And um, But I subbed for a couple of days this week, and it was so absolutely perfect. Like, I, I, it felt like I hadn't been gone for two years. Um, and the place where I subbed, they were like, please tell me that you're going to work here. You're going to be our permanent sub. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm opening up a classroom at another building. And they're like, oh, you're going to be so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that was my week. <laughs> Making sure you don't leave. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how it all works though, since I was a contract, since I was, um, a travel teacher, uh, I'm through an agency, so mm. I don't know if that means that next year it'll be the same kind of contract or if the district itself can offer me one or something. So I have to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, one of the things I'm going to bring up and mm. when we have our guests on, we'll probably talk about that a little bit more. But um, just to let everybody know, right now, coming uh, mid-May, I think we're going to have a rehearsal on the 16th and we're going to have live on May 23rd. Uh, for our, for our next table read, yes, which will be we don't fight at weddings, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, lots of people. Um, I don't know. I don't. How many? Too many. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of. Them. I haven't looked at the at the cast list in a minute. I it's think a, I sent one out for that's that one. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll have a script at that point in time. I mean, we have a transcript, but it needs to be. <laughs> It needs zhuzhed. to be dolled up. Yeah. It needs to be zhuzhed up. Zhuzhed. Um, but um, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the last episode of the season for yeah. season 11. So yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should uh, get into it. But I guess. a few things to tidy up first. Uh, if you hadn't heard in the, in the first uh, five episodes, <laughs> we have a new number. It's 503 487 2789, which spells 50 fit party, uh, because I have to, always have to look up something <laughs> the way something is spelled. Uh, and we uh, we got a, a promo here. Uh, let's see, make sure I have it on the thing. Where is it? Yeah, there it is right there. So let's do this promo and then we'll get into the show. Okay. 
Sundays at 3 a.m., it's The Fuss with Hank and Jess on Letter Kenny's Own, 97.1 CGNU. Good new radio? We're not so bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and those beyond the binary, it is my pleasure to introduce our special guest today. She is a longtime friend of the show and an expert on all things Letterkenny. She has narrated most of our table reads, provided us with scripts, and is the main moderator for the Letterkenny subreddit. Above all, she is one of the sweetest and most respected members of the Letterkenny community. So let's give Auntie Awesome a warm welcome and prepare to be schooled by her Letterkenny prowess. Make some noise. <laughs> you ready to s- drop some serious wisdom bombs there, Awesome? Only always. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. I didn't see that before. A professional opinion haver. That's so perfect. She has one. So or two. She has one or two. Just one or two. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, what you been up to? Uh, I am in my knit all the things era. Oh. Yeah, I've got a bunch of gifts I'm making and um, expanding my repertoire as far as knitting goes. So picking up some new skills and polishing up some old ones. Very nice. Wait, yeah, I my husband's been giving me the side eye about how much yarn I have acquired <laughs> lately. I have to uh, I have to work through my stash or else uh, <laughs> I might be getting served some papers. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to. Got to make sure. Got to keep everybody yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when husband asks for help, you help him. <laughs> <laughs> See, in my yeah. brain, I was going uh, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> it's a balance. It's a balance. <laughs> yes, yes. Just a is. bit. Just a bit. Um. So, yeah, uh, we were just talking about the table reads. And, yeah, yeah this one's going to be a doozy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, especially with all those cuts from the Mad Libs cold open. Fuck <laughs> It'll be scene one, scene two, scene three, scene yeah, four, scene it's, five. It's it's really, yeah, it's funny. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to establish where each of them are, oh, but right. then I think I'm just going to write out cut, 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 yeah. cut, 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 <laughs> cut, cut, cut. <laughs> shot, 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 <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to be talking the entire time, and nobody else is ever going to see anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're yeah, if we were say, it would be the same thing with this episode uh, for the very end. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I will be kind of taking your part on that as I go through yep. the recap. So, uh, but yeah, last week we had our our good bud David Mack, who uh, is writing has written the script that's coming after we fight at wed- we don't fight at weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we had him on for influenzas last week, which was a blast. Um, yeah, the, uh, it was, as he kind of said, it was, it was not the most important of episodes, but it, you know, did have the beginning of the Jive and Pete stuff. Uh, I mean, I would argue that the Jive and Pete storyline started well, in yeah, Lost with Dog. Lost Dog. Yeah. But then it really, I mean, it picked up. This is like really where it picked up. I mean, could had they had they just done the lost um, dog and him them kick uh, Katie kicking him in the nuts, that could have easily been it. But then right. they, they so then they I think with influenzas they d- decided to build that story up and then complete it and uh, and and what's going on today. So uh, so let me quickly go through. Um, 
the episode here, uh, season 11, episode six, our deep dive into DGENs. Uh, Wayne, Derry, and Squirrely Dan are having a chat about smoking darts and their enjoyment of them. They discuss how many, uh, how some people try to tell them not to, that smoking darts is bad for them and how they shouldn't, should not like it. And, uh, but they don't agree with that sentiment. Uh, they reminisce about some of the great darts they've had over the years, including the first dart Derry ever had after sex. Uh, they, all, they also talk about the context in which they've enjoyed these darts and how it can, uh, it can influ influence their experience. The scene ends with Wayne reflecting on the fact that people should not judge others for enjoying something that they themselves may not like. Uh, from there, <clears throat> we uh, scene one, uh, we're in the uh, the kitchen and the group is discuss discussing Jivan Peak and his work performance. You're late, bud. You're late, bud. You're late, bud. You're late, bud. Bill, I hate to kill a man. Fucking barley. It's fucking barley. Uh, <laughs> so that was a little quick cutaway to uh, Wayne's mind of everything that's gone on with Jive and Pete. Uh, Derry then admits that he wouldn't have hired him in the first place. The conversation then turns to Katie's new Doc Martens with the boys making her uh, fun of her for being that guy, making uh, suggestions that she's trying to start a punk band, uh, what have you. Katie defends her fashion choice, stating that docs are timeless, never go out of style. Katie does agree that one time she was trying to be that guy. I mean, it's like the time I wanted to get cat eye glasses, but I didn't want to be that guy. Same with bangs. Oh my God. Should I get bangs? Yes. yes. You should get bangs. <laughs> It's not the right time. <laughs> Dudes don't get bangs. Wayne has bangs. <laughs> Wayne does. Wayne definitely does. Oh, yeah. You know he cuts his hair. <laughs> a, the conversation then turns to Wayne squinting, and uh, Katie insists that he needs to go see the optometrist, which Dan calls the optomal myth. Uh, <laughs> Wayne brushes off the suggestion and continues to make fun of Katie's fashion choices. Uh, from there, we cut to the optometrist, where uh, Wayne is uh, is visiting there, getting his eyes checked. Uh, he has asked Doctor McDavid uh, asked about Doctor McDavid, and is then asked about which one he means: uh, the Doctor McDavid, the grandfather, or the Doctor McDavid, the father. Uh, this is the young Doctor McDavid who's now running the business. Wayne asks the younger Doctor McDavid about his eyesight. Uh, Doctor McDavid uh, jokes that Wayne is dying as you heard at the top, uh, before telling him that there's no bad news. And some people uh, with his vision just gets glasses while some don't. Uh, Wayne thanks her and mentions that uh, he'll save a buck. Dr. McDavid then su suggests applying Wayne's prescription to a stylish pair of sunglasses. If the sun ever bothers him, uh, Wayne looks interested. From there, we cut to the produce stand. Wayne uh, is wearing his new blade style sunglasses. <laughs> Uh, Vipers. <laughs> so, uh, Katie and the boys tease him about his new shades. You look like you're about to rip a tour to France. You look like Lance Armstrong if he did even more steroids. You look like the guy who's going to say something racist into camera at a live on-location news broadcast. <laughs> uh, from there, the conversation turns to Jive and Pete, who's always late, smells uh, like alcohol and marijuana. Wayne expresses sympathy for Jive and struggles with meth addiction and ultimately agrees it may be time to cut, cut him loose. Squirrely Dan, who can't uh can't shut up about feminist beliefs is ridiculed by katie um 
Modine's. The group is gathered when Riley announces that it's his birthday week and he wants to celebrate it with everyone. Rosie and Gail tease him for being the kind of person that makes a big deal out of their birthday. Meanwhile, Squirrely Dan proudly declares himself a feminist and gets some ribbing from the group for being too preachy about it. Jonesy explains to the G that the Dejans have been causing problems again and a birthday party might just be what they all need. The group reluctantly agrees to attend Riley's party. Anik arrives, reminding everyone that it's uh, that being late is unacceptable. If you're ten minutes, uh, unless you're ten minutes early, you're late. Um, uh, Gail brings up the Quebecois trend of men wearing top, top ponies and nubbins, uh, which Gary turns the, uh, uh, into the name of the new idea, nubbin. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> from there, we're in the barn. Wayne confronts a sleeping Jive and Pete about his lack of productivity and reliability on the farm. Despite his initial attempts to give Jive and Pete, uh, to help Jive and Pete, Wayne recognizes work ethic is slowing down the production and suggests he takes some time to get all his issues sorted out. Jive and Pete becomes increasingly upset thinking Wayne is firing him. Wayne does not say he's firing him, uh, but Jive and Pete storms off angrily. Uh, from there, we're at the produce stand slash end of the laneway. Rold and Stuart ride up and inform Wayne that Jivin has been spreading lies about him, calling uh, calling Wayne's friends fags. Uh, and McMurray and his wife also then pull up and tell Wayne that Jivin Pete has come to their house, claiming that Wayne and his friends wanted uh, the, saying that Wayne and his friends wanted to sleep with Mrs. McMurray. Uh, they, you know, which the skids and the McMurray say, we know you'd never say that. So, uh, but then Katie arrives uh, with uh, Derry and Dan. Um, uh, Katie says, says that Jivin was talking about Wayne in the parking lot. Uh, Wayne remains silent throughout the conversation, but eventually breaks his silence. Well, that's the difference between a friend and a pal. A pal will listen to someone talk shit about you. A friend won't hear a second of it. Squirrely Dan adds, the D-Gens are back, to which Derry responds without questioning how are they going to fuck this pig. From there, <clears throat> Modine's. Derry's new top-knot hairstyle is mocked by all of his friends <laughs> and the others at the bar, including Anik, Rosie, and Gail. The skids pretend to defend him, claiming it's good to be known for something. The skids themselves are known for the unique style, such as Stuart's bowler hat and Rold's bandana. In the end, they tell him that he, sh that he shouldn't be that guy for wearing a top knot. Squirrely Dan wants to know something about Gail. Hey, Gail, what guys are you? In town this size? Yeah. The black guy. <laughs> so Katie and Derry exchange playful insults with Derry mocking <laughs> her Doc Martens and Katie jokingly suggesting he's no Jon Snow. Uh, Squirrely Dan is asked that his... Uh, is asked about his hat, but not given a chance to answer as Rosie dismisses the question immediately. Uh, from then, we're at the Degen house where Wayne is pulled up uh, and has a confrontation, a verbal confrontation with J Jive and Pete. Wayne tells Jive that he needs to take responsibility for what he did and that he's not leaving and gets uh, some sort of re uh, resolution. Jive and Pete argues that he's worked hard every day for 20 years of his life and that Wayne is the real problem. Uh, <clears throat> Wayne mentions that Jive and Pete has upset a lot of people in town, but Jive and Pete dismisses it. Tell, Jive and tells Wayne that he'll prove himself and Wayne should go gather his friends so they can sort things out. And finally, we get to the final scene in which we need... All right. We need a montage <laughs> in this final scene. The show cuts back and forth between two events happening simultaneously. First, the people at Modine's are setting up for Riley's birthday party and enjoying themselves. Meanwhile, Wayne is traveling around town to gather up his crew to go fight the Degens. 
Once they arrive at the degen house, they waste no time immediately uh, and immediately beat up all the degens. The scene then cuts back to Modine's, where everyone is partying with Riley. After the fight, Katie, Wayne, Dan, and Squirrely, uh, Katie, Wayne, Derry, and Squirrely Dan return to the produce stand, <laughs> where they all relax with the puppers and a cigarette. End credits. So, let me let me bring my four things up. <laughs> And then I'll let y'all go at it. That's uh, be, we, we all know it's going to mostly be awesome. Like awesome, got, honestly, awesome. Uh, I I was you know I'm doing not, my stuff today, and I was like, you know what? I'm awesome, going to stop awesome because I've got enough. Notes. Yeah, <laughs> you've probably got everything I she have. Writes on here. A, she writes a Cliff's notes after every episode. Ugh, um, so anyway, my thoughts on this are: uh, I think this is all something we want to know. Uh, is why <clears> did the Hicks not go to the birthday party? Yes, I absolutely. Uh, that. Just uh, and also just let people. Like what they fucking like, right? You don't give them shit for it. Is that a theme for the whole season? Because I feel it's like that often, has come up a it lot. It is quite often the theme of uh, throughout the throughout this series. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, this season in particular, it's it's brought up more. Uh, number one, I agree with Rosie that you can be a feminist without wearing it as your personality. Like you know, there's lots of people who wear things as their personality. There's a lot of military people who that's all their personality mm -hmm. is being ex-military. Um, and I'm ex-military. I don't bring it up like that. So, um, so uh, and then what prompted the DGENs to start fucking around again? They hadn't been fucking around in a while. Oh, and it uh, looks like we got a uh, oh. post out here. Was it an acting choice or can Joel Gagne just not take off a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a question about the shirts too, but I'm just going to. It's a slightly different one, All right. but that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think uh, Joel just he likes to take his take his stuff off him, and he's probably got it written yeah, in contract. Yeah, contract. Yeah. He's got to get it off. <laughs> At least once a season, he has to get half naked on screen. That's how it works. <laughs> so yeah, uh, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do y'all got? Well, do you want to discuss the things that you brought up? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah but anyway, so yeah, why do you think... That's usually how we do this. So, yeah, man. Well, I, I, I was trying I to get through them quickly. I know. Uh, but, yeah, why did the Hicks not go to the birthday party? I mean, I'm sure there because are... Because Wayne just did something he had been trying to avoid doing the entire episode, and he wasn't in the moody mood to go to some revelry about it. Like... <laughs> Good new Don. <laughs> I uh I I get that perspective, but I feel I feel disappointed that they didn't go. Um I mean because I completely agree with Riley and Jonesy that quite a lot of shit's happened. They've quite often had fights and ended up back at yep. Mardines without it's, an issue. It's it's right. happened often. And, and so, this is not I mean, the first time they've fought the Degens. Mm -hmm. No, but this is the first time that Wayne has had to give up on a friend whom he was trying to help. Okay, okay. Well, that's that's a good thought. All right. You know, like, Pete literally came with his hat in his hand into his house yeah. mm -hmm. and asked him for help. And Wayne did his best to help this guy who was his friend, but... His friend was just not willing to put the effort in. So Wayne's got to deal with his behavior. And it is his responsibility now because he's the one who hired him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, 
Wayne and uh, Wayne, uh, what? Dan and his feminist hat. And oh. I, I mean, I know he's mentioned yeah. being a feminist before, but this is like the first time he's really kind of <clears throat> li- tried to personify. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that in, in purposely personify it. Like he, yeah. for a while now, he's kind of worn that as like his name badge. Like, I am Squirrely Dan and I'm a feminist. Like that's that's what it feels like he's often saying. It's not what he says, but it's how you know it's yeah, it's getting it's getting offended. Trisha. Yes, but it's getting offended on behalf of people, which yeah. for me personally is a huge pet peeve. Um, like I fucking hate it so much. It, I'm sure it goes against some weird autism thing in my brain because I like get violently angry when I think of somebody like taking on like Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> ask ask your question, Don. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and my other thing was what prompted the Dejans to start fucking around again? Not with just not just Wayne, but uh, I think they figured out that it, that working was more it was harder than they thought it was going to be. That like trying to you know not be Dejans, they would have to actually do the thing every day and keep going back, which as someone who didn't work for two years can definitely say after five days, holy crap, am I really getting up again tomorrow to work? Um, but like, I feel like that, that is where it was, where they were, they all just kind of gave up. Like he got offended because he didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like, this is, this is how I'm going to make sure that I don't have to do it and save face. Cause you know, I, I don't know about, anybody else but it did not seem that uh pete was it's, at all invested it did seem so with katie mm-hmm. and i think that's just because he honks and hollers at girls mm-hmm. um but uh don has a question watching wingman uh, wingman wayne the other day jive and pete's daughter is in it pete doesn't look old enough to old enough to have one that age. he he, he said age? age yeah that's what he was saying <clears throat> what was how yeah. old was she i at she least was 18. On the bar, so at least 19. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if, I'm trying not to get vulgar, but like, uh, may, uh, <laughs> bodies that are, are, are not the ones that carry the baby can make a baby as soon as they start like hmm. coming. Yeah. Essentially. And that's, 12 13 so yeah i mean as a degen it would make sense if he had a baby you know got someone pregnant when he was young also like, that's how i would think about that also nobody has ages right in letter kidding also, but, but that also brings up like today in the the episode where, where the um uh the optometrist or he wayne said that you know he didn't think she was because she looked so young and mm. she was like you know well people get a certain age everyone looks young <laughs> yeah. and like that just totally struck me because yeah. you know we're, we've been with he's him like, oh. for a while he's yeah. he's not 25 <laughs> yeah so, yeah don says i, I know it's, i know he's a dj but it hit me in a, as a continuity issue okay uh yeah i mean do, do they we, may not have really I, thought that they were going to bring a, a, a full character of Jive and Pete to the surface. Instead of just being a degen, we've now like had some episodes where we know more about him and like the yeah. things that he does. Mm. So it may have been that they just didn't expect it 
to be someone who was probably yeah, in his late thirties. Way early on. At so that most. was was that second first season or second season? That was the first season. Yeah. Wingman Wayne is series one, episode four. Yeah. I love that you just know that. <laughs> Even my special interest stuff, I cannot recall like that. It's amazing to me. Uh, this is my special interest stuff. <laughs> oh yes, we know. <laughs> Anything Kiso. <laughs> Okay, we got another comment oh, out here. Oh, I love this. No, um, I don't know what he's saying. Oh, Adrian had a question about. So I had the same quandary when we see him in Modines too. I, I, I don't. I think that was a question that, regarding his question about. Uh, yeah, uh, regarding Gagne. John's question about the age thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Um, no, that's because about he, Joel Gagne taking off his shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I think this is more. Yeah, because yeah, he came in right at the uh, same time as Don started. So oh, okay, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I think that's yeah, I it's uh, so Jeremy Baramy, timey wimey, and Letterkenny. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I mean, maybe this happened uh, ten years down the line, or <laughs> maybe first maybe first season happened ten years further forward. Who knows? Well, I mean, I have some thoughts on that. I mean, it's not, I mean, it wouldn't be unbelievable necessarily, but. No, 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 not at all. All right. What What else? Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, those are the things I got. What else y'all got? Oh, so much. <laughs> um, okay. I, I do want to uh, preface this with, was mm-hmm. not my favorite episode. This season was not my favorite season, but, but probably like this was definitely not my favorite ending at all to a season like i understand you know a lot of this stuff happened in covid and so that made things different and all that but just it it felt it felt more like they were shoving what they're saying down our throats this time instead of just alluding to it or dancing around it so it kind of changed the tone a little bit for me but um so uh i i uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? My <clears throat> my own story in my head, my truth. Uh, that they mentioned Tannis quitting smoking because Tannis was pregnant while they were, or Kenny uh, was. Please say it for me. Ken, Kenny Tio yeah. was pregnant during this time period, and they probably you know because a lot of her storylines revolve around cigarettes and. So maybe they were like, oh, you know, she's going to quit in our f- in future seasons or not going to be smoking in future seasons. So we should mention that. Um, that's I mean, maybe was, true, but <laughs> yeah, she was pregnant in 2019. So she'd already had her kid. Well, she was I know she was breastfeeding while they were filming. So, yeah, yeah, I would assume that was all encompassing there with that. But um, yeah. the the other thing about that whole scene um mostly regarding like cigarettes uh i know they had to have gotten a lot of shit about smoking on screen <laughs> so much um especially when hulu picked them up because i know that was something hulu was trying to lessen before letter kenny got on their roster um yeah. so i wonder if this was like kisa and tierney going just just let us do the thing it works for our characters and leave it alone it doesn't have any deeper meaning to it <laughs> well um one of the things is like so i i keep having to make this point on the sub hulu does not 
own letter kenny they no, have I know. no creative control over letter kenny whatsoever um and yeah the, on the sub people do comment frequently about <clears throat> not necessarily the smoking but the throwing the butts all over the place oh yeah yeah i never really actually thought about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're constantly just like flicking it off into the distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, once this scene did come up, people were like, why would you have a scene glorifying smoking? And I'm like, these characters, we're, we're 11 series in. Mm -hmm. Why are you suddenly clutching your pearls now about them hacking darts? Right. It's been talked about and shown over and over and over and over again. And, like, that's what I felt this, this that, that part was. We're boring with a fag in one hand and a beer in the other. Right. Like... Although I do have to say that, like, the direction and cinematography in this, I love the way oh, yes. there was, like, the movements were at the same time or they were completely at opposite times, like, hand going up while hand going down. And, oh, yeah. Um, like just, thank you. I love that. I love it. Um, uh, Wayne realizing his joke wasn't funny. <laughs> so good. Harkens back to the uh, uh, the, 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 the Florida Seminole Vesicles yes, one. Florida yeah, State Florida State Seminole Vesicles. Vesicles. But this time, instead of kind of getting upset that they didn't laugh, he was like, "Well, that one didn't hit." Hmm, so like, not. I feel like he's, you know, he's matured in his humor, where he's like, "Okay, fine, that one didn't work. Let's move on." <laughs> instead of getting upset about it, which is huge growth for somebody sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> my poor little goober son just wants to be funny, and nobody's giving him an inch. Like, damn it! I thought I was okay. Fine. He's already um, learned that it's tough sledding up there for a comedian. True story. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I highlighted. You said the words Wayne reflecting on the fact that people should not judge others for enjoying something that they themselves may not like, and I'm like, oh, that was the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, the tropes throughout the season, yeah. Uh, Doc Martens. I have three pair. What does that make me? <laughs> I've got two. We're that couple? I, I guess so. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I don't agree. It's glorifying smoking. They're saying they enjoy it, so they keep doing it all the while pointing out other addictions that are culturally acceptable, mm. i.e. the internets. Agreed. However, I need the internets because I work in over the internets. So. True, and I need it too because <laughs> there is no like curriculum for, I mean, there is curriculum, but it, it's not all-encompassing for what I do. So I need to pull shit together sometimes. Uh, let's see. Oh, the uh, the interaction, uh, bale of hay could kill a man. It's fucking barley. <laughs> yeah, like that was Wayne, like finally losing it a little bit with oh. him and getting like a little angry. <laughs> I love fucking it. barley. Fucking barley. So, I, yes. You know, I'm curious how many time uh, how how many times they had to shoot that for uh, the cor I mean, they had to have choreographed it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so it, I would be interested to know how many times they shot that just to get it right. Well, Weston, or not Weston Brink, sorry. Um, <clears throat> Dan Skeen is the stunt coordinator. Um, and he usually comes in and does his stuff in a pretty short period of time. Like uh, in series one, they did all the fight scenes for series one in one day. And they choreographed them on the spot. Wow. Okay. Well, this, I mean, this is a little bit different in that once you yeah. let go of a bale of hay or barley, 
as it is. Yeah, it's uh, got it, moments. You, you don't you don't have a lot of control over it after it leaves you. So it's uh, just something that, yeah, I was just curious about. And I just want to say, those are half bales. They're not full bales. <laughs> okay. Those are those are full bales. I, I I grew up on a ranch. So those are full bales. Like we would also always bale. I mean, they're not rolls. Uh, yeah. We would do those as well, but. Yeah, those are those were full bales that I could see. <laughs> I'm just gonna those sit here like... born and raised in the city. I don't know shit. <laughs> I'm a city it. If I'm... he's just hooking them around like that, then like oh yeah, that's how you get it. Fucking Superman under no, there. That's what you do. I mean, that's how you he get them to... where they're Wait, going. He used to do it. Where am I? There we go. <laughs> it's really hard. I have to point to the bathroom <laughs> to get to point to Dean. <laughs> um, because my uh, head's full of shit. Um, Wayne does have bangs. Yes. Um, Wayne definitely has bangs. He's always had bangs. Right? And uh, again, I am convinced that Katie cuts his hair on the back porch of their house because he won't go into town and it. get it done. I would believe it. Like, that, it's it's too much work to go into. You know, just cut it. Just, yeah. he doesn't, too much fun. Just, I bet he doesn't even really look in the mirror all that much. She's just like, running a number three over his head yeah. and then trimming, up, trimming his bangs. Oh, uh, <laughs> doing kegels over there. <laughs> oh God, that was so funny. That was the best joke the whole se- the whole show. <laughs> Which makes me wonder does does Wayne know what kegels are? <laughs> I've, that's a good question. Although he did change the conversation very quick when he felt like he was the one getting attacked. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I I and that was yeah the with Derry defending Wayne squinting. As if, like, oh, no, you can't say that he needs glasses. I think right. he's, he must, he's fine. What the fuck, He Derry? says he's fine. Like, oh, my God. No, no. I, I think his, his sight is perfect. Like, how the he's fuck would you know He's squinting the perfect anyway? amount. <laughs> <laughs> I go, it wasn't a criticism. It was literally, you are squinting. You should I mean, see if it's your I mean, eyes. Has, has, Derry become, <laughs> has, has Derry become Bonnie from season one? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Woo. Uh, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> yeah, not with the ten foot barge pole. <laughs> um, Wayne does look like a baseball player, in my opinion. Like that's what like when when he first sat uh, was sitting down with those glasses, like I imagine like a, a major league pitcher, hmm. like um like Randy Johnson. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> like that was that was what I was imagining. Uh, because <laughs> a little sidetrack. Do any of you have a hard time saying the last name Johnson anymore? Now that Tyler Johnston, uh, we've known for so long, because <laughs> I will quite often find myself pronouncing the last name Johnson as Johnston. Oh no, I have not run into that. <laughs> no, it just happens sometimes with me now. I it, not surprised. I, it's kind of like earworms with me they just stick there yeah <laughs> uh um okay here's my soapbox i 100 support birthday week or yes, month agree anything that brings you joy is worth it don't be a shit to someone who just needs serotonin anyway and i say that as someone who absolutely has a birthday week every fucking year yep. because that means i'm still fucking alive so yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> 
Now the top knot. <laughs> now the top knot. Uh-uh. Oh no, no, baby. Um, speaking yeah. of, why does Gail talk about nubbins and make it seem like she's into that if she isn't trying to get Derry to do that? Yeah, it see, it definitely oh, no, seemed I think like she's definitely getting him to do it just so he'll make a dick of himself. <laughs> right. I, right. Like I wonder if if uh, it's written that way. Like I don't feel like uh, Lisa Coddington is playing it that way necessarily because she i mean either that or gail she is did, a really good actress <laughs> she did keep looking to that end of the bar but i mean that could have just yeah. been looking at the general area of Derry and dan uh so i but it, it, i kind of want to think that she was looking at Derry to kind of you know right. <laughs> make that stick to him because <laughs> yeah once you once you give Derry an idea he's gonna he's just gonna ruminate on mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he, he takes a while to get there, but he gets there in the end. And you can't, once you do get a thought into that thick-ass skull he's got, you're going to have a hell of a time dislodging it. Mm. Yep. You know. What, what it takes is Anik saying something. Then it'll dislodge <laughs> well, immediately. That's, like that's one of my one cousins. things I was wondering is, like, he's been, like, semi-flirting with Anik the whole series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, even when he just said hello to her, Katie, like, leaned over and snapped in his face, like, come on, you know. Yeah. She, she did, though. Sober. Like, I think she was flirting with him, too. Like, she, the, the way she's oh, like. she was. And that's why do. Katie was all like, don't yeah. do the thing. Yeah. So I think, uh, uh, what if Gail's, like, trying to push Daryl into doing something so that everyone, like, comes down on him like a ton of bricks and is like no 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 we've been over this this is why you don't go back to that do you think do you think gail wants dairy i think gail wants everybody she can get but i mean like (laughs) i don't mean like she would get with anybody i mean do we think that she likes dairy i I don't not for as a partner i don't think okay i don't it seems like she does a lot of the things to like she she kind of gets him to do a lot of things uh, that that aren't uh, in, in favorable to the rest of the team. <laughs> right. I think she enjoys ma- putting him in those situations. Adrian says, I, I was d- disappointed when Derry said uh, last season, I'm getting out of my barn clothes to go t- uh, to go back to Anik. I was hoping it was Bonnie personally. Yeah, I. You know what? I, I don't see him with I, I, Bonnie. I feel like is point, out of his league. There but. was a point in time. Yes. 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 Uh, but Bonnie is far surpassed Derry. Yeah. Or, or really anybody else. Uh, yeah. She's too good for I anybody. Know, I still like them together. I think they're cute. Mm. I don't know. Derry's starting to kind of turn into an asshole. Yeah. Um, he really is. I don't know what's up yeah, with that. I mean, it's yeah. it's like he's coming, almost like he's becoming the, the guy version of Katie. Which, yeah. You know, Katie hates everything. And, you know, she's always trying to poo-poo something. And now this one, which is like she's trying to you embrace know, something, embrace yeah. something. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe it's they're they're like the there's yin and yang of like who's going to be. The, yeah. Who's going to be the asshole this week? <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's why I definitely do not ship them, though. That That's just never yeah. going to happen. No, no, they're, yeah, they're they're opposite sides of the same coin, I think. Yeah, I definitely, I I can't see any of, at least any of the regular players being a match for Bonnie. Like, one, it has to be someone who can put McMurray in his place because 
otherwise McMurray would be like towering over that relationship, I feel like. Mm. McMurray would be all up in that mix. Yeah, that's why it needs to be somebody like, somebody who's not Derry, definitely. Derry would not be able to stand up to him like that. Uh, for Katie, I, th- I think the only person nearby would be Jim Dickens. Jim is good, is a good guy. See that. He is a good guy. And Although, you know, Bonnie with Jim could be interesting. And she was like, when, when he was, either was, one of them, yeah. when he was saying, you know, if, if he had yeah. done the thing that, you know, right. he would gratefully let a woman cut off his stuff. Yeah. And, and she's and like, thank her for the kindness. Thank her for the kindness. <laughs> there's, there's people like that left. Like she was, she was kind of turned on by that. Honestly, I think, I think, yeah. I, think I would prefer uh, a Bonnie Jim relationship than because Katie just, she gets really rough sometimes. And I don't think, yeah. you know, I think for the kind of guy that Jim is, he doesn't deserve that. The thing is Katie gets bitchy when she's impatient which and is all the time she gets impatient <laughs> well she gets impatient with people who act like dumbasses well she's now, kind I, of I, mean to some people she, just to be mean so to them riley with riley going uh when he when she, she was just gonna date riley and kept sending him to the store for candies and he went back he got a like a whole a whole bag of candies that she wanted back and then she sends him back no i wanted the the gummies or whatever it was so she she's an asshole sometimes i mean just to be an asshole you can't i mean deny. i don't know i feel like after being with her for that long he really should have known what kind of sour candies she likes well he and he brought the because he had brought them just little bags at a time then when joe because obviously jonesy's the smarter of the two of them um <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean it's a low bar but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he said, just buy, cause he had been buying her the candies. Uh, and then he says, just buy our big bag that you can put in the jar. And yeah, so he and she bought, changed what she so, wanted. So he brought back the same bag of the ones that he'd been bringing her already. And then she switched, switched it up on him. So mm. that's, you know, I, you know, it's not saying that this is, this is bad. It's saying that this is who she is. Like yeah. it, the last, um, there's been, very little niceness between her and the rest of the Hicks, other than her brother. Um, she's mm. constantly like well, she putting gets... down or, or picking on nitpicking or well, she was whatever even getting at Wayne in this episode about being too soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, this, I, I think that's more her being his moral compass again. He's like, No, we have these principles and you need to follow them. Except he was the one that was holding on to his principles of trying to be this, the you know, the nice guy, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because he had to convince her that, you know, when a friend asks for help, you help him. Yeah. And, and then everybody was like, yeah. yeah, you're right. But there's also, you know, their whole work ethic. Oh, yeah. Value. And there's a balance it's, there, too. Yeah. It's like, and, yeah, give him a chance. Because remember, she was the one who was... Um, getting on dairy about not giving driving pete a second chance mm-hmm. in the kitchen yeah. yep so she's you know firmly on board with that agenda but when she checks in with wayne and finds out that driving pete's been fucking up she's like well you can't tolerate that mm-hmm. and if you let him do it he's just going to keep doing it and walk all over you yeah and so there's one place where you can't be slacking as <clears throat> Labors. labors. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Except for labors. 
Yeah. I feel like Jim and Pete's response to Wayne saying you need to shape up or ship out wasn't um it wasn't equal it wasn't his reaction was not equal to what was being said to him it was disproportionate yeah disproportionate thank you and i think that's why that's why i think like he was he wanted to get fired and so he was like just fucking fire me and i'll just walk away i think he's i think he's super i I, I think he's just super sensitive he's he's definitely he's definitely insecure Mm -hmm. oh yeah Um, and so i think instead you know when you're super insecure and uh, and and you have drug and alcohol problems uh it would be easier just to make it a fight than, yeah that actually sort it out in a in a good way yeah it, it becomes a self-fulfilling yeah. story like that you tell yourself that it's not your fault mm-hmm. you know if only someone would give you a chance and yet here's wayne giving him a chance but it's still not good enough for pete yeah yeah you know uh my my whole thing is like pete says he puts his heart and soul into that job and i'm like dude it's just short <laughs> yeah heart and, soul. heart and soul into it my left tape <laughs> that's like yeah. you know like it, it, he just he follows the pattern of like he does what addicts do like mm-hmm. i'm not surprised yeah. he's like a fucking toddler yes yeah so, and yeah. so he blames wayne for his own shortcomings and gets mad at Wayne when he won't put up with his shit. And Wayne's like, look, I'm trying to help you out, but you've got to, how many times do you reach out to somebody before, if they won't, you know, turn their shit around. Mm. Yeah. And Wayne even makes a point. It was like, I, I did not say I was firing you. Yeah. And I, you yeah. I, time. It's, and it's like when, when he makes it there to uh, <laughs> the DJ house, and, yeah. and and Pete's like the only one to have a problem here is you. Yeah, well, you're the only. He's the only one that's making any fucking sense. The rest of you are goddamn degens. <laughs> yes, you know, and and frankly, Stewart deserves a bit of a smack for selling to Pete anyway. Fucking yeah. Uh, yeah, so Wayne Adrian says Wayne woke you. up to have that conversation. Yeah. Exactly, Adrian. Thank <laughs> he you. Kick that bail of hay. <laughs> Like, how many fucking second chances do you give a man, right? Because like every time Pete showed up drunk or hungover, could have yeah. fired him. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time he toked up at work, could have fired him. I mean, you just know, for being late. <laughs> literally sleeping on the job. Yep. Yeah. What what more do you want? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it's a bit much. So he needs yeah, he definitely needs to sort himself out. Uh and maybe the, who knows, maybe maybe that's what it's gonna come to at some point that the that he's gonna end up really, you know, maybe he's gonna go to rehab. That's one of the things that I was I was uh, hoping he would. We were talking about uh yeah. the potential of uh of Stuart enrolled going to rehab as well mm. Mm. well i mean stewart's already been to rehab albeit for the dark web rather than for you know like <laughs> na or whatever dark web. but dark yeah dark web. but yeah to cut out all the snooters um well they were doing yeah. snooters in today's episode yeah they were <laughs> um so okay moving on a little bit to um so when the mcmurray's got there I love mm-hmm. how confused they were about why Wayne wasn't doing the normal call and response so that uh, McMurray and Mrs. McMurray had to do it to with each other. And they got it right. Yeah, uh, like between the two of them, they did. <laughs> um, 
But also, and I've asked, I asked Dean this question in one of the walkthrough or watch throughs that we did, <clears throat> but I'm really curious what you think. Uh, why are the McMurrays upset that someone wants to fuck Mrs. McMurray? I feel like they would, you know, be like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, and they're but, into that. Um, in, in the Halloween episode, McMurray is suspicious of his farmhands, so he leaves right. the walkie-talkie in there. I forgot and about that. And he catches the farmhands talking shit about... Anyway, um, I think it, it's it's one thing, right, if, like, that's your kink and you negotiate mm. with somebody. True, very yeah. true. Yep. To bring them into your kink, that's one thing hmm. but like you know just randos saying they want to fuck your missus yeah it's yeah and he was significantly upset about you know the but colors yeah. during at the um, ag hall yeah i yeah. was just but, or but, the, not yeah. ag hall crack an ag but but yeah at the very at the very at, at the very end there where and uh where there where, where she says, you know, if, if you want it. <laughs> right, right. Like, and, yeah, that was what we said. And, and McMurray looks over and kind of nods. Yeah, if Wayne had, like, McMurray, said something to them, that would have been fine, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. McMurray would love for Wayne to be his bull. Oh, he yeah. really would. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like, McMurray, that's all I know. He, you know, he's, he's not that way, but, you know, <laughs> if he was, it probably would be Wayne. So. I mean, think about the the Letter Kenny Leave episode where he's going on about cuckoldry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. intensely yep. into it he oh, is. Yeah. And how he's, like, specifically emphasizes that uh, the true relationship is between the bull and the cuckold. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, McMurray's hot for Wayne. That's one time down Minican Way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Yeah. Uh, Calling the skids a clockwork orange was <laughs> oh, masterful. God. It was so, whoever wrote that line, I just, I, I kind of want to kiss him right on the mouth. And why like, did they get offended by that? I don't, I don't think they got offended. I think they were more like, oh, everyone knows. Like, I thought, I didn't know they, anybody they, they watched that a, movie. They kind of did a pearl clutch in there for a second there. Well. How dare you say I'm biting someone else's style? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's very true. I mean, <coughs> they're just missing the eye makeup. <laughs> pretty much, the, yeah, the, right? the the eyelash and the white underwear I outside. Mean, Bill so. would put up a naked titty statue that drips milk in her bar. Oh yeah, that's true. He <laughs> wouldn't do that. Um, speaking of the skids, I love that the skids were helping set up for the party. Um. It, yeah, it didn't make it better that the, the Hicks didn't come to the party, but it, like, showed that the skids were at least accepted enough into this group that they literally were helping set up for the thing that was and for the, the group. And the sign said, happy birthday week. Right? Right? And um, uh, Rosie was right there while they were yep. doing it. So, obviously, like, she even was, like, okay with the with the week, yeah. um, finally. Mm -hmm. um, and then... So, oh, back to uh, Tyson and JB taking off their shirts. What happens to all the shirts that they just take <laughs> off? Like, I'm sure they're not in the exact same place every time. So when they take their shirt off and throw it and go run into the back of the truck, 
do they like is there some some service that goes around it's like oh they're t-shirts again and like <laughs> picks them up and takes it to their home later <laughs> they have uh they have uh what do they call it for burlesque shows or tearaway no the uh the person who goes out oh a kitten a cat yeah <laughs> they have a stage sta- kitten they have a stage kitten that goes around and collects their clothes <laughs> i like that it's I probably like that. me and sophia uh, <laughs> yes um Okay, and then the last thing that I have before, but let's just let Awesome take hold. Um, I loved the editing in the fight at the end, where mm. every hit was in music. time with the music. The like shit, it felt like I was watching Wizard of Oz and listening to Pink Floyd. Like it <laughs> yes. was okay. so good. It was so good. I just so that was the that a lot of the stuff that I liked the most was the editing and the small things, but. Overall, still not really my favorite episode, but Adrian says the, the Sally Ann has full, <laughs> a very full T-shirt department. Yeah. Oh, good shot, Adrian. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, hit me, awesome. You always catch all the things I don't. <laughs> okay, so um, the whole blinking, squinting, mm. Wayne going to get his eyes checked, etc. <clears throat> For some reason, on the sub. People chose to interpret that as Wayne's got lung cancer. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Because they had a, the whole conversation about how much they enjoyed darts and Wayne got real emotional, right? And if you notice, he doesn't actually volunteer his favorite dart memory. He, he couldn't think of one. He, had, he, he thought so they many. were, yeah, just having a dart yeah. is always a great thing for but, Wayne. But, right. at, but, at, right. but at the okay. end, so, at the end of the cold open, he says one's just as good as the next. Yeah. So anyway, like, okay, I know this and you know this. Yeah. Let me get through this. Okay, okay. This okay. Get after it. Right, I, I don't go on the Reddit because it scares me. <laughs> don't save yourself. <laughs> I, I'm blowing myself on this grenade for you because I love you. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, um, the conversation with the darts where Wayne got all emotional and then the joke at the automatrist where she says, you're dying. And he uh, says, I'll get my affairs in order. People have chosen to interpret that as foreshadowing my God. that Wayne has lung cancer and the show's going to end. How did it get and to I'm lung like, cancer though? Just because he was smoking? Yes. Okay. You know, there are other things that you can get from smoking. <laughs> You can get mouth cancer, you can and get esophageal cancer, but the, but, but, right? But like I've been talking about all season, this COPD. is this is, this is a season full of tropes. Yeah, a, including the standard letter kitty tropes, tropes, which is Wayne, you know, squinting mm-hmm. as he yes. has forever. So that's always but he's been, been doing it more <laughs> so we should go to the doctor just in to case. the point but, where Caden comments on it yeah i think the but if you haven't is... if you if you are a grown-ass adult and you have not been to the optometrist since you were in first grade <laughs> at least go and get your damn eyes checked because there are things other than your vision that they check you there <laughs> yeah but like yeah. glaucoma and shit right? yeah but yeah but it was kind of mentioned also by the optometrist is when you're getting old, when you become a certain age, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so Everyone looks young. that's a, that's a comment on him growing up, him being older now. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And, and a couple of weeks ago, you guys were uh, revisiting the subject of how old all the characters right. were <laughs> when <laughs> the show kicks off. Wayne can't be more than 23 or 24. <laughs> no way. 
Right. No he's being played by a 30 year old man. Right. There's no way. 30 years old. He's all filled out and drawn. Yeah, he, he does shit. not. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he does not look 23 <laughs> at all. Look, no. if you assume that Wayne started kindergarten at five and graduated at 17 the summer before he turned 18, he, then he's 38, you know, he by the way. 38. <laughs> he's so, he's so yeah, now. Now he's gonna be 39 in July, um, yep. but uh, yeah, no, I if you assume that he didn't uh skip or repeat any grades and graduated when he was 17, right before he turned 18, then add five years for his relationship with Angie, he cannot be more than like 23. Going oh, at the, the, at the beginning of the at the beginning of season one, it doesn't okay. say how long they've been broken up, does it? They just said she yeah. was your sweetie it's, for five it's been years. Almost a month. At it, okay. So yeah, yeah. Found Angie stepping out on you. But we also don't know how much time there was between things. I mean, we could say right. it started. He was twenty three when they started. But... Yeah. Right, and it's been what season are we in? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. So that's what. So like six years, seven years. If you count COVID stuff. Seven. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. So, like, even if we're going. That every season is a letter can a year, which I don't think I feel like each no, season one is and just two kinda... are Yeah, series one and two take place over the same summer. Series three is the first winter we see, and that makes one year. Okay. All right. So But uh, that means that it's winter yeah. the same year. That, how yeah. do we know that? Yeah, it could be <laughs> could be could be that season could be three later. happened had a couple of winters later. No, because <laughs> that's when he starts his relationship with Rosie. You're going to seriously look in my face and tell me he waited two years to start a relationship with Rosie? Wayne is very slow to get into a relationship. Yes, I know that. <laughs> hey, so I could see him waiting two years. Maybe they've just been I hanging know. out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody would wait around that long. For Let Wayne? You would, wait, you would wait five years for Wayne. That is true. It's if true. I knew there was definitely something on the horizon, maybe. Like, like no, get real. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, at the end of series two, we see, you know, Rosie for the first, we meet Rosie yeah. for the first time. And right. then in the beginning of series three, they're hanging out and going sledding together and starting to date. Yeah. So, and there's the whole pregnant Tannis pregnancy scare thing too. So, right. yeah, like clearly those two follow one after another. Yeah. So the, the well, the we don't fight at weddings was like when the, Wayne and Tannis were about to kick things off. Episode. Well, they that was that after was series five. Broken that up was with yes, that was five. Yeah. 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 So my so we don't because uh, in uh, yeah that and we don't fight at weddings. He says. That they're going to give it the old college try, and yeah. I think the next episode was the old college try. Is that correct or not? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So he, she, he asked her to be his plus one, mm -hmm. and then they tried dating, and that did not work. Right. For a whole bunch of reasons. But that was the the at the end of that season, wasn't that where she said, you know, she was pregnant? No. No. Okay. All right. Maybe that was I series two. Okay. Because the end is um, Rosie gets out of her truck and Wayne meets her for the first time. Then oh, right, 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 Angie right. comes yep. up. Okay. 
to him. Yep. And I remember it now. And so then Tannis calls and says, I'm pregnant. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember now. It's, it, you know, t- sometimes it takes a little bit of, a little bit of push to get that memory to come back. Yeah. Again, we don't have the recall that you do. <laughs> That's why it's so great having you on because I'm just like, yeah, I know you're right. So I'm just going to listen. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> it's time for the tea. All uh, right. What else you got? What you uh, got? Okay. What Let's you, see. What you got? So you'll be surprised to know that I am actually shooting from the hip for this episode. <gasps> okay. Yeah. And I just. <sighs> so I want to talk a little bit about. Wayne as the toughest guy in Letterkenny, right? Mm -hmm. Uh Like, that is a job. That is his job, right? And it's your job. It's your job. It's your job. And the thing about being the toughest guy in Letterkenny is it's a social function, right? He. Oh, yes. Thank you, Aaron. I love you. Aaron called her awesome. Called awesome awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> and we love you, Aaron. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, like, the work that he gets for being the toughest guy in Letterkenny is the reward in and of itself for him, right? Like, the duties of the toughest guy in Letterkenny is the whole point for him. And because he is the toughest guy in Letterkenny... People bring him the problems that they either can't or won't solve. You know, uh, things that aren't big enough to get, you know, the official people involved in, but things that still need a community leader to deal with. He looks to the edges in his community and fills in the cracks to make sure that people don't fall through them. Um. And that's that heavily influences his ethos of if a friend asks for help, you help him because you he can't let people fall through the cracks. That would be anathema to him. Yeah. So when Pete comes and like I said earlier, literally hat in hand and asks for help, of course, Wayne has to help him. Right. Yeah. Um, And he does his best and Pete's just not putting in the work. And again and again and again, he fucks up. And, you know, you can only help someone if they are willing to help themselves. Mm -hmm. You can't clean up for someone. You can't get straight for someone. They have to do it for themselves. Um, And when he has that first confrontation with Pete and Pete goes off and then the McMurray's and the skids come up to the farm and tell Wayne what's going on. What they are doing is they are appealing to Wayne to do his job. Hmm. As oh, yeah. The toughest guy in Letterkenny. And it's literally his responsibility, not just as the toughest guy in Letterkenny, but as the guy who employs Pete. It is his responsibility to clean up this mess that Jive and Pete has been going around town and causing. 
But I so, do like the statement that where, <laughs> uh, you know, Dan and Derry tried to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then his statement. And there's at the, the difference between a friend and a pal. A right. pal will listen to someone talking shit about you, and a friend won't hear a second of it. Right. Yeah. Um. And like, as the toughest guy in Letterkenny, he has to go clean up the mess that the DGens are making because they're causing people in the town to be upset. Yep. Like it's not just they're talking shit about Wayne they are causing like social discord. Right. And it's Wayne's job to ensure that that doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, he has to go correct it. Right. So, you know, when he go, he even goes, when he goes to Pete's place, he's still looking for a third way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be part of Pete's self-fulfilling prophecy, right? He doesn't because want to Pete's give up all on like, good thing I'm just some, some D-Gen from up country. And mm. it's like, well, you don't have to be. You weren't always. <laughs> you used to be part of our community. Yeah. You know, you you did this to yourself. You can undo it. He was a real good guy. <laughs> I mean, so, like... <sighs> Pete's telling himself this story that, you know, he's just hard done by and nobody will give him a chance. And, you know, he's just a degen from up country. So, of course, people treat him bad. Yeah. And Wayne's like, you know, you don't have to do this. He's still looking for a way to do right by Pete and do right by the rest of the town. Mm -hmm. But Pete forces him to choose. And, of course, Wayne is going to choose the town. Like, he literally, he can't choose anything else. Because he wouldn't be the toughest guy in Letterkenny, and he wouldn't be Wayne if he chose something else. True. You're so So. good. (laughs) (laughs) None of that would have occurred to me. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Thank you. That's awesome. Oh, I'm gonna have my own sound effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get your but theme yeah, song. No, um, he Wayne has been avoiding kicking Pete's ass because he knows it would set Pete's recovery back. Yeah. That's why he doesn't want to do it. But Pete forces his hand. There's no other way around it. Like every option that Wayne comes up with. Pete kind of just shits on it. Now, mm-hmm. based off the question that Wayne had before uh, in Influenza's, where he said, where he was asking Pete if this was rock bottom, maybe this is rock bottom after him basically knocking yeah. his knocking the shit out of him. You know, do you think this might be the impetus of him actually getting some help? I I don't know. I mean, on average, it takes people five to seven tries to get straight Hmm. you know so i wouldn't be surprised if this was one attempt of many i mean i think katie kicking him in the nuts was a bit of a come to jesus (laughs) moment well yeah i mean Um, he's been kicked i mean and he's had to fight the the uh the hicks before mm -hmm. so this right so this is i mean this could be number five right here i mean so who knows i mean katie's kicked him in the nuts wayne's beat his ass uh, he's, um, you know, uh, been 
he was in the melee on the res. Yeah. 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 So that's three. And then this one will be four. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it's very depending on the individual, hmm. obviously. Um, but yeah, I did. Pete wasn't ready to accept the help that he asked for. So I don't think he's hit rock bottom. Yeah. I don't think he's ready to do the work required to get straight. Do you think that they would, not necessarily driving Pete, but do you think that Letterkenny would go so far as to have like a death or something like that that could mm. wake somebody up? Well, they had Uncle Eddie's death. Yeah, but Uncle Eddie's <laughs> death wasn't a character that we knew. No, true. It was just one that had been mentioned. Right. Whereas I like, I don't think we've had a single character die. Um, no. So, well, so like, th there's some stuff to do here with genre convention, and then there's also the fact that the stated philosophy of Letterkenny is to just do it for the laughs, right? Like, get as many jokes on the page as possible. This is a comedy. It's not a drama. There's this is not an after-school special. Um, a lot of comedies have had dramatic things happen in them, though. I mean, yeah, this yeah. Is, this is not one to hold, you know, to keep away from pulling at heartstrings. So no, you know, like, whether it's maybe it's not somebody that we know very well. Like it's not Jive and Pete, but it's one of the Dgens, and Jive and Pete, like then again, comes and says, "Okay, I'm afraid that I'm going to end up like whoever." It could be that we're watching a very slow redemption arc for this character, that they have maybe a plan for something where he does hit rock bottom. I do, I do kind of wonder, though, do, do we think they really have that, ma that many plans for degens? I don't know. <laughs> why, why would they have a degen trying to make himself better? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting... Uh... It's an interesting proposition. Yeah. I don't know that I actually see it happening, though. Hey, Timmer. We miss y'all, too. Hugs to you and John. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. He... <laughs> yeah, no, no. Your grandson. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I... um, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean... I... But it's an yeah, it's an in interesting thought project uh, to yes. you know to think to put some depth to it. Um, I yeah, I kind of you know I'm on the side where it's more you know they want to keep it more light than anything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They they may go heavier and shorzy uh, as the you know because True. it's a full on story arc. Uh, whereas this, I mean, story arcs are. I mean, this one was really just two. I mean, I mean, I suppose you can give that you know two seconds where katie kicks him in the balls you know <laughs> it's two and two well, seconds okay, so for, for all that we don't see him on screen that much in nudes he's still quite the focus of the episode you know um and then also uh in influenza's you know, you do see him. That's when he does come to Wayne and Katie and ask for help and, you know, presents his arguments for why they should. Mm -hmm. And then he um, does help Katie. And then he mm -hmm. does help Katie. So, you know, his arc has been ongoing for four episodes in this series. 
That's what makes uh, me think that there are future plans for him. Like, yeah, we should we should be starting to feel something for him. We're disappointed that he chose this path. Maybe yeah. in the future he'll come back again. Perhaps. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I use that line way too much. Uh, Being a teacher. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so you know, Wayne. Like I said, Wayne was trying to avoid doing the thing, and then when he finally was forced into doing the one thing he did not want to do, of course he doesn't want to go and party down. He's upset that he had to give up on Jive and Pete. So, yeah. And of course, his friends want to be there with him to commiserate and support him. Okay. Because, mm. you know, at one point or another, they all were friends with Jive and Pete too, right? Mm-hmm. True. I mean, I'm assuming they weren't all DGENs all the time. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> all DGENs all the time. That sounds like a radio <laughs> something. Radio promo. Yeah. <laughs> must read mud wrestling at Gales on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> DGEN mud. I like that. I like that. Who would show up for that, though? I mean, if, that's, <laughs> if there's money in it, I bet any of them would. True, true. Yeah, McMurray, you know McMurray's betting on him. <laughs> yeah. And, and and Mrs. McMurray's wanting to get in there with him. Mm, well, <laughs> with the Mrs., you have to like restrain Mrs. Mac from tearing her shirt off and jumping in. <laughs> well, we're not talking about the skids, we're talking about the DJs. Yeah, I meant well, I mean skids are DJs in a way, but different yeah, kind yeah. of DJs. They're acceptable DJs, apparently. They're, yeah, they're not to a degree. They're not, to yeah, a degree. They only they only hurt themselves. They don't fuck with anybody else. Yeah, skids have boundaries. DJs yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's skids they're still smart. have some morals. They just <laughs> don't believe in um, certain laws and stuff. <laughs> sure. Which, as an autistic person who has a strong sense of injustice, uh, oh yeah, when it, especially when it comes to rules that don't make sense and you know politics yeah. and shit. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All right, what else you got? Anything else? Yeah, that's really it. I'm looking forward. Oh, the one other thing is I I really feel like um, 10 and 11 have been a return to form. They felt in tone much more like series one and two. Okay, yeah. Then I can see early. that. So I have really enjoyed both 10 and 11. Like... Um, I know a lot of people are saying it's not their favorite series, but I'm like, I, I love it. This is, I think they're at the top of their form. I, I don't have anything negative to say about this series as a whole. Um, like I, I've got a couple nitpicks about some things. Like I don't find the whole, uh, Dan being, um, a, um, so preachy. Yeah very funny and i think that's uh lampooning people who do have like sincerely held beliefs mm. that i don't appreciate well i do think um, it's you know like i said i i i think them it's more of a statement about you can believe all these things and, and be that person you can be that person without saying this is my personality I, i'm not i'm gonna wear this yeah as he is actually wearing it as his personality yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't need to be that person um, because if if you just are a kind, decent person and believe people need to be treated equally, then 
there you are. You're there. (laughs) And there is, you know, something to be said for like performance, performative outrage and Mm. what have you. Um, Oh, my other one little quibble is there is a wrong way to be a feminist. If you're a turf, get fucked. Diana. That's true. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I mean, if you're a turf, then you're not a feminist. You're just a turd. Fair. (laughs) Right. It is hard to call someone like that. that a feminist because it goes against a lot of actual feminism ideas right. to exclude somebody. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Are we, uh, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to series 12. Can't yeah. wait to see it. Me too. Yeah, but uh, I am definitely looking forward to uh, more Shorzy. <clears throat> oh yeah. Without a doubt. But in the meantime, Oh, yep. As everybody knows, if you ever listen to us once or twice, that uh, Fuck Fight Ferda is our version of Fuck Mary Kill. We don't want to kill anybody, uh, but we do want to fight them. Um, and we're not marrying them. We're just going to fuck them. So, uh, so Ferda is just our your being pals. So you're my buddy, buddy. Yeah, I'll be your pal, pal. I'll, I'll be your buddy, pal. I'll what be your pal, buddy. <laughs> oh, get off. Get off the keyboard over there, whatever you're doing. Me? Yeah. I What's think, happening? Where's the keyboard? Okay, now it stopped. Okay. It was doing... Yeah, I don't have table space. I put my notebook on it. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we do, <laughs> we're going to start off with wine. 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 I think uh, we know where... Awesome, yeah. Where awesome is... going to fuck him, right? Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, I, I'm I'm with the Ferda on this one, um, Katie. <laughs> I was about to say um, I was res- I really respect what she's trying to do with trying to be the doc guy at uh, um, in Letterkenny. Uh, you know, it, I feel like that storyline was a little circa 1997, but then again, <laughs> I was on the West Coast, and but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, God damn. I still say Ferda. Like, the, I love that she's taking care of her brother by making him go to an appointment and stuff, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I'd fuck Katie. I would always fuck Katie. Seriously. <laughs> you know, and and I, I'm kind of leaning fuck. Uh, though I usually don't with Katie, but I, I am because the whole bangs thing was just too the fucking bangs it thing was, was adorable. adorable. <laughs> Right. Bangs. I love how the, it's yes, not the right time. You should get bangs. <laughs> I love that. I was yeah, that was the oh. one moment of there that really stood out to did, me. Did you guys notice how like delicately they were holding their little crackers and stuff? Yes, the charcuterie. Yes. And how slowly like they were anticipating and drawing it out before <laughs> they took their bite. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they were yeah, perfectly timed, all at the same distance. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Daniel. Daniel. He needs a good stern talking to Ferda. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of at a. I'm. I'm in a fight with Daniel here. Yeah, I. I. You know. You. Because yeah, I totally agree. I mean, shut up. You've been told. <laughs> you've been told. We all know we, Daniel. Yeah, we've known for fucking ten yeah. seasons. So it's not like you're in. Enti- it's not like you're subtle or anything. No, right? 
There's nothing wrong with being a feminist, no. but you do not have I mean, to you broadcast should, it. With you should be a do. feminist. Yes, uh, everyone should be a feminist. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, but like many many things, don't make it your whole personality. Yeah. Uh, dairy. Uh, dairy needs a friendly dope slap. Yeah. So is that a is that a furta or is that a fight? That's a furta. Yeah. I continue to not be sure how I feel about Derry. Like his character, I I love some parts of him and really don't like other parts. And so it's it's like a constant battle of do I even like this character? Like, how do I feel here? Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same with Dan on this one. I'm uh, I'm fighting Derry. Yeah. I, you know, he's He's, he's being a tit. He's being a piece of shit. He's almost to McMurray level in this episode. Um, but, uh, and I kind of almost say that, you know, that McMurray's better in this episode than Derry is. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's only a little bit of McMurray. So, um, Gaylor. Uh... Gail's done nothing wrong. I'll fuck her. <laughs> I I mean she kind of set Derry up. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. I'm not yeah, really needs to be you know how sometimes you have to trip someone up so that they, you know, see what's actually going on right in front of them. Yeah, I just don't think that that's a way that Daryl's ever gonna learn. I yeah, I think he's gonna have to he's gonna have to hit it instead of someone telling him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so uh so, uh, McMurray. Oh, by the way, that was yeah. a furta for me. I, I thought, okay. I, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, McMurray. McMurray. Uh, furta, he's, you know, making sure that, that Wayne knows that someone's talking shit about him. And, you know, if, if he wants to fuck his wife, just, just tell him, you know, <laughs> he's, he's ready to be a pal here, man. I mean, he's he won't to tell him. Yeah. He's friends. <laughs> We're friends here. <laughs> so, furta. Yeah, yeah, McMurray's not objectionable in this episode, so yeah, Ferda. Yeah. Mrs. Mack. Whew, sorry, the yawns apparently have just caught me. Whew. Cut it out. Uh, <laughs> um, as always, even in, in as little a, a scene as she was in, like, super great comedic timing. Mm. And, like, I mean, I can't mime it because you don't see anything below, like, my chest. But <laughs> yeah, she's fantastic. I just love her. Um, I'm still going to say Farda because she is so chronically drunk. I feel like there couldn't be consent there to my satisfaction. I think she's a functional drunk. <laughs> she's she's a very functional drunk. But that does not mean that uh, I'm comfortable with that consent. Understood. <laughs> Maybe you ask her first thing in the morning. You know, do you think she's, she's sober? She's probably still loaded from the yeah, night before. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she has a hangover, yeah. <sighs> yeah, you know, I, I'll refer to Mrs. Mack. All right. I'm fucking her. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> uh, Jive and Pete. Fight. <laughs> fight. 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 Uh, fight. Fuck fight. Ferda. Uh, yeah, we're all on the same oh, page. Oh, yeah. Um, Sturt. Ferda. Both him and Roldy, because they were, they were, well... I didn't like the way they were completely oh my like, God. ridiculously oh laughing my at Derry. Yeah. That was yeah. that was a bit overboard. Like I I think it 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 could have been great if it just stayed at, you know, 
um, Stuart being like, I'm the bowler hat guy. And Roldy being like, I'm the bandana guy. And if you want to be the top knot guy, be the top knot guy. Just, you know, know that other people are laughing at you instead of being like, oh, my God. That was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so are y'all, is everybody Ferda? Awesome. I'll further roll, but I'll fight Stuart just on principle. Okay, so that's legit. Yeah, because I have I have them separate. So yeah, um, that's legit. I'm further for roll D because Stuart really was the instigator on that one. Mm. Uh, Roldy kept it going uh, though. He was the the first. Yeah, one Roldy put, kept it going, but Roldy's also such a fucking simp. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna give. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll give Stuart a, a stern talking to, but uh, with the flat on my hand. <laughs> so uh roll d are we all for it on that or yeah yes all right uh riley and jonesy Ferda, i want to go to their birthday party week <laughs> yeah i'd refer to them they're just beautiful dum-dums although i do think it is a bit silly to make your a, a birthday week like if it was what makes you happy go on but like frankly just give me a bottle of wine a loaf of bread and leave me alone that's <laughs> totally valid some people want to celebrate their birthdays some people don't and I, that's okay i mean i don't i don't really celebrate my birthday but i do take off the entire week Mm-hmm. because you're about to go into the shitty time of the year well no it's my birth it's my birthday and it's veterans day so mm-hmm. i usually yeah. uh, right in the same area so i just kind of grab that week it's like when i was a kid vicinity. uh the the day between semesters usually ended up giving me a three-day weekend around my birthday uh, <laughs> uh and i finally Sick. i think i've got anik i think uh yeah um Ferda. she Ferda. didn't do anything outstanding although she i i do like that she uh says that dairy looks like all her cousins yeah. with the team yes um yeah, I, and then he looks so disappointed. Like I'm pretty sure that right there is exactly yeah. what Gail was aiming for. Yep, yep. That's another part of what makes me think, or makes me wonder if Gail is interested in Derry because, like, it felt like she was doing that so that Anik would laugh at him and he would, you know, maybe you know, give up on Anik, but also like maybe think about her because she was like, oh, talking about these guys, like. Mm-hmm. She convinced me that she was sleeping with at least a few of them. Hmm. So, anyway. <laughs> so, did I miss anybody? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we got them all. Yeah, there was no Glenn, no Jim, uh, no Rosie. No, there was Rosie. Um, there was Rosie. No, uh, there was Rosie. Yeah, there was Rosie. Um, I'm. Verda. There's somebody else I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, you know, I did. Yeah, the the optometrist. Oh yeah! Oh, that's what's her nuts that Dr. was trying to buy Ritz off Stuart and Rold in a series. Oh four. right, the Ritalin. She was trying to buy yeah. Ritalin. Oh okay, yeah, nice. Uh, I'm fucking her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, she was cute and funny. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll fuck her. And um, by the <laughs> yeah, way, I'll yeah. Fuck yeah, I'll fuck, I'll fuck her. I'll fuck Rosie. You'll fuck Rosie too. I say Ferda for Rosie because she was kind of mm, a leader in the meeting. She was not doing anything different than Wayne or Katie has ever done. I didn't say that. (laughs) 
I didn't say it was any different, and I have chosen not to fuck those two on many occasions. So where are we with Rosie? Furda for me. Awesome. I'm fucking Rosie. Let's see. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's it's sometimes hit or miss with me with Rosie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more a fuck Rosie, but not not in this instance. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm furta on it. I'm not fighting her. I'm 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 not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I I actually I really like how Rosie and Katie are on the same page so frequently. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm with them, but they don't have to. Yeah. I'm just tired of being mean about it. Yeah. You don't have to be mean about it. <laughs> I know that. And that's the trope. And that's, yep. that goes back to what I was saying the entire season. It's all about, it's tropes and tropes and tropes. Um, I mean, they hit heavy on them this season, it yeah. seems. So. I mean, Lettercutty's never been a particularly subtle show no, either. But this, this one feels really heavy with it. And maybe it's just because of the amount of time between them, but. That I that it makes it more noticeable, but it really yeah. seems to have stuck out in this season. Well, and like I don't know, sometimes it feels like there the audience does not pick up on a point from like an earlier episode or an earlier series, mm-hmm. and they feel like they have to reiterate their point louder, but more louder. <laughs> yep, yep. This time, so that people get it. Could be, yeah. Like, I mean, I would could... love to see a, a sequel to Hard Right J that was more yes. louder because yes. I feel like yeah. some of the people did not understand the point of that episode. Agreed. 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 <clears throat> uh, so that, I think that's everybody now. So, yeah. uh, final thoughts before uh, we head out. I very much am looking forward to the next season. Um, because I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the world's not ending all around them while filming. Right. So, because that, I I do feel like that, and maybe it's what affected me was perceiving it from the now traumatized brain that I have. Um, like, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do to get back to, like, a normal season. I know they've, they've just started shooting Shorzy. Uh, um, yeah. Do, do we know what's going on with season 12? Not yet. Okay. All right. Awesome. We'll know before we do. <laughs> Probably. Um, all right. So if there are no final thoughts, uh, awesome. Hang out with us a little bit. Uh, but yep. we're going to do an outro. So. Uh, Bye. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Where's my stuff? There we go. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> There's my stuff. <laughs> all right, Maestro. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of How Are You Now with your favorite groups of hicks, skids, hockey players, Christians, and DJs. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Auntie Awesome today, and we look forward to having her back in the future. Join us next week as we welcome the produce stand host, Al Grego, to recap the entire season with us. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating or review. So, as we like to say, until next time, keep your head up, And don't be spare parts, bud.